Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host... Pat Miller, the idea coach. You found it. America's small business conversation, a radio show, finally, for small business owners to get together and exchange notes and make entrepreneurialism a little bit easier so we can grow our dreams into these big businesses that kick off profit. Hello. They can help us do what we want to do in our life. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach. I'm the host of the show. Great to have you here this week. On today's show, we're going to talk about focusing your brand. We're going to talk about avoiding business burnout because that is a very real thing. Plus, we've got a small business celebration for a new podcast targeted at coaches. This new podcast is cutting through the BS of most coaching podcasts. So we'll talk with Laura Holloman later in the show. But we're going to start with a, I don't know, A question that I don't think you can answer, because it's a question that I couldn't answer if someone asked me. Now, follow me on this, but what do you do all day? Think about that question. What do you do all day? Because I don't know if I can answer that question. Now, if you asked me and I asked you, what do you do all day? Your answer reflexively as a small business owner is, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Like that's what we're supposed to say. Like when a dog makes sound, they bark. When a cat makes sound, they meow. When a small business owner makes sound, they say, I'm busy, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I'm all of these things, right? That's just what we say. But what are we doing all day? And the reason why this is so on my mind is that I made a choice that feels really rebellious. Like I feel like I'm naughty, like I'm cheating the system somehow because I'm doing something different in the business and it's making me wonder, what do I do all day? See, I live in Wisconsin. Wisconsin is the upper Midwest of the U.S., And it just got to be nice enough to go outside a couple of weeks ago. We can't count on not getting snow until really the middle of April, okay? So this is not exactly Phoenix, Arizona. And as the weather changes, you can do something magical called golfing. You see, in my past, like way in my past, I was a competitive golfer. High school, that was my jam. I used to be pretty darn good at it for my age. Like, I'm not saying I was a tour player or anything like that, but it was a very important part of my life. And I really, really love it. Those of you that play golf know there are few things better than hitting a good drive or 
sticking a wedge close or walking down the fairway. Like, it's just such a wonderful activity. But I put it in the back burner for 30 years while I was working in corporate, while I was building my business, while I was raising a family. There was always something more important, and rightfully so. But this year, I've committed myself to go back and get my game in shape. So I'm reflecting on what do I do all day? And the reason why is that I've put more time into my golf game this year already than like the last five years combined, and I'm getting everything done with my small business. That's why I'm sitting around wondering, what the heck do I do all day? And will the boss find out? (laughs) Because if you're a solopreneur like me, the boss can be kind of a jerk sometimes, right? We feel like if we're not in the seat 24-7 hammering on what we do, then we're somehow letting someone down, even though it's our own thing. It comes back to Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law is the one that says the work will expand to the time you allot to complete it. If I say to you, I need a marketing proposal, when do you need it by? Ah, the next two weeks. When are you going to do it? two days before it's due. If I said I need a marketing proposal by five o'clock today, you could get it done. You don't need two weeks. And that applies to all phases of our business. So now as I'm making a choice that for me is mental health, golf really helps me with mental health and wellness. I'm out in the sunshine. I'm carrying my clubs. I'm walking, uh, playing golf keeps me committed to my diet and my exercise and all of those things. But as I'm making time to play golf, I'm not having a hard time getting everything else done. Because when I come back from a practice session or I come back from playing a round of golf, I just kind of hustle through the afternoon and everything gets done just fine. So what if we prioritize that instead of doing our job all day every day? Because one thing that small business owners forget, and I forget it all the time, is that we get to choose. We get to do whatever we want all day, every day. We get to set the goals. We get to make the products. We get to engage our customers. We could work at midnight. We could work at noon. No one tells us when to work. So as I make this choice and as I move forward with this commitment to really work on my golf game. It's kind of illustrating to me how poor I am at all the other work stuff, how much time I waste. So what am I wasting time on? One is just distractions, not being solely focused on one thing at a time because multitasking is a myth. Scientifically, you can't multitask. It doesn't work that way. And when you multitask, you end up doing a bunch of stuff slowly and poorly. So I'm multitasking and I'm distracted. The other thing that I do, and raise your hand if this sounds familiar, I overthink stuff all the time. Nine times out of 10, I know in my gut what I want to do, but I'll sit around and ruminate on it for like a week Like, yeah, you know, I think I want to do this. No, I think I want to do that. I think I want to do that. No, I'm going to do that. And if I just follow my gut and I stop ruminating, you know, I can move faster. Another thing that I do 
that wastes time all day, every day is I kind of like to go down rabbit holes. I kind of like to play with chat GPT for no reason. I kind of like to try out new AI tools to see if they're cool. I kind of like to have conversations with folks that really aren't that focused. I just find distractions and rabbit holes to go down. And then the last one, and this is the biggest one that comes back to Parkinson's law for real, it's procrastination. I could get all of this stuff done by noon today. I could put on my headphones and I could get my stuff done, but I don't. Four reasons, <laughs> right? Like reasons. Please tell me that this sounds familiar. Please tell me that I am not alone in this thing where I'm just filling a day with stuff instead of going to the gym or instead of hitting that precious golf ball or instead of whatever thing you'd rather be doing than what you do to fill your day. All of these thoughts go into the biggest picture for me, which is why do I work five days a week? Why do you work five days a week? Now, if you're a retail location, different story. I got you. Different story, understood. But if you're a service-based business, why are you doing nine to five, five days a week? Why are you doing eight to seven, six days a week? Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it simply because Parkinson's law is in effect and the work is expanding to fit the time allotted? I bet you are. I bet you are. I know I am. And you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. You know why? Because golf is awesome. I mean, golf is, oh my God. Uh, it's, yeah. So let's work together. Can we be like accountability friends? Can we kind of like work together to be more efficient and go out and do what we want to do with our life? Because man, it is just great to go out and do what you love and build the business of your dreams. That's what I'm working on right now. Hopefully you can join me. How about we talk about your brand? Because when your brand is on point, you're going to get customers easier. And that would mean you work less and more golf time. Alex Pauls from KP Design is going to help us build a laser-focused brand. That's coming up next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for joining us. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. Thank <laughs> you. 
now. America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. This is America's small business conversation. And let's start with a big picture idea. How's business right now? For many of us, it's going along just fine, but we can see not fine just hanging out over there. Like we're not there, but the potential is there for things to kind of go sideways. And when things are not really consistent and maybe you want them to be better, you should lean in to what makes you different and make sure your brand is laser focused. And today we have an expert on this to really teach us and show us the way. The co-founder of KP Design, Alex Pauls. Alex, welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Pat. I'm glad you're here because we need to talk about this. We're talking about branding and messaging and focus. In the big picture, why does that wane? Why, why, why can't we just stick with one thing and run with it? It's something that we can get a little bit out of tune and move all over the place. Well, I think like any good brand like McDonald's, like over the years, they've updated their messaging uh, for the for the changing times. And I, I think if it's good for the goose, it's got to be good for the gander. Uh, I think that we all have to not completely throw out the baby with the bathwater. But with changing times comes changing strategies and changing your messaging, uh, getting getting a fresh coat of paint on on your brand, getting a fresh coat of paint on on the people that you're reaching out to, getting laser focused on on those people. I, I, I think now more than ever, it's extremely important to do. So if you were consulting someone to get laser focused on their business, what would be the process that you would go through? What are some of the questions that you might ask someone so they can get laser focused for success? I, I think, and I have this book right behind me, start with your why. Go, go back to the original. Um, I always go back to the seven habits of highly effective people. Begin with the end in mind. Who are you trying to serve? Who is your ideal client? Figure out, um, you know, talk to them. Just ask them questions. What what more do they want for their business? What what can you do for their business that, that will help? And you can actually gain so many gold nuggets from, from your best clients who actually want you to do a better job helping them. And if you can get that information from them, I, I think that's just such a gold mine. And talking with people seems so obvious, but not all of us do it. You've done some of these interviews with folks when you're trying to dial in a website or a brand. Do any good questions come to mind about things that I like to ask someone's ideal client to make sure that they're up to speed with what a laser focused brand might be? Sure. I. I have a trick for everybody. I love testimonials, but I also guide my my clients when they're giving testimonials. <laughs> so I'll say, what what did you like best about our services that we provided? And in, in that guided testimonial, I get a ton of great feedback, and maybe not. And I find out what my blind spots were too. I, I think I, I think um, it's such a sneaky and easy way to get something that's very valuable and plaster it for other people to see because testimonials nowadays, reviews are very, very important uh, for building trust with people who are coming in cold in, into your uh, 
stratosphere of business. We're talking about business strategy and how we have to be laser focused. And our guest is Alex Pauls, the co-founder of KP Design. As someone that helps express marketing messages for a living, it seems to me that those first person reviews, especially video reviews, are gaining in importance in a world where text and written copy is so easy to produce nowadays. Would you agree with that, that hearing it right from the client's mouth is now more important than ever? Yeah, I, I think so because the video can be transcribed as well. So you're actually killing two birds with one stone. And I've been saying that for a lot of our clients too. If you come to our website at kpdesign.ca, you'll find uh, that we've put in some production value into into videos. A lot of a lot of our clients are psychologists. Now think about how important that is for us for a, a potential client to watch a video of your potential psychologist. Let's say. Uh, instead of just reading a blurb about them, you almost get a, a connection call right off the hop. Like think think about that uh, subliminal uh, human connection of of watching somebody and and connecting with them. Now, whether it's you know me watching a video of Pat Miller or me watching somebody who Pat Miller has helped, both are very valuable. Um, I'm watching, uh, let's say, three videos of great testimonials about Pat Miller, and I'm subconsciously feeling like I'm getting to know him. And these are people that uh, trust him and would recommend me to him. Now, think about the the impact that is that happens to us, like on a on a, like a deeper level as humans. Yeah, for sure. It's an emotional reaction. Right. If someone wants to collect video from their clients, there's a tool that I like to use called Story Prompt, which is a startup tool where you can shoot a video or share a link where they can shoot a video, and then it can turn into a wall full of referral video. It can be really, really powerful. If you want to see it, it's at patmillershow.com. We've got one of those for the uh, for this show that's up and running. So last question about being laser-focused. Think about times when you've worked with a client that wasn't laser focused. What are some of the things they're thinking about? How are they behaving? Like I'm trying to identify if maybe we have a blind spot and we're not laser focused, where you as the expert might say, listen, bro, we got to we gotta dial this in. What do you observe that makes you think, oh, this person's a little all over the place? Right. See, I, I like to think that we have a black belt in branding. So getting to that black belt means you've had to pay your dues and back in the day when we were paying our dues we weren't as clear or precise with the questions that we would ask and when when we're getting to getting to know our clients and their ideal and their ideal clients we we didn't do a good enough job doing that and if we don't do our job properly getting that information things can go off the rails very quickly not only do we look bad but then the brand, brand turns out not hitting the mark. And then you basically have to start from the drawing board. Um, you know, luckily, you know, we've cut our teeth over, you know, 20 some years at, at KP Design. So like I said, we're, we're coming into all the conversations and we're just making minor adjustments. We're still improving. I wouldn't say that we're perfect, but we also have 20 years of, not not hitting the mark either sometimes and the frustrations on both sides is uh it's not ideal especially when you have to put in more time and effort to do something yeah. you should have done right the first time and if you need to redo it you need to make an adjustment 
Make sure that you're focusing on your why and then your ideal customer and you too will be laser focused for today's business climate. Alex Pauls, co-founder, KP Design. Great to talk with you again. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Yeah, thanks, Pat. It was great talking to you. Let's do this week's show you should know presented by Podcast Town. Podcast Town helps busy small business owners grow their business through podcasting. They help you launch, grow, and maximize your podcast. Learn more at podcasttown.net. This week's show you should know, the Fractional Executive Podcast with host Ryan Kauf. It's for owners of small businesses that are stuck in their growth. Guest experts and Ryan cover the five growth topics of financing growth, scaling operations, organizational development, and more. Learn more about your executive leadership development on the Fractional Executive Podcast. Learn more about the show at patmillershow.com. America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a customer customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Developing your business is a journey. So make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414-310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit Sidekick-Accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted Sidekick. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. We are dedicated to make sure that you're getting the most out of your business. To get the most out of your business, you got to be on your game as much as possible. But there's a way that you can get ground down and not perform as well as you could. It's burnout. And when burnout gets you, boy, it is tough to get out of the way. So we're going to have a for real conversation about small business burnout today with an expert speaker. Janice Litvin is our guest. She's in the San Francisco Bay Area. She's a burnout speaker 
with Janice Litvin Speaks. She literally wrote the book on this topic. Janice, welcome to The Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me, Pat. I'm doing very well. I'm glad you're here because small business burnout is a real thing. As someone that's really researched and written so much on the topic, do you think we know when small business burnout gets us? Is it obvious, like a light bulb goes on? Well, yes and no. I'll start with the no part. Um, burnout is something that's insidious. It kind of creeps up on us. So, And I'll tell you a quick story to give you an example. During the pandemic, the early days of the pandemic, I thought to myself, my husband works from home. I already work from home. My adult son works from home. This will be a piece of cake. We have each other. And then one day, I started yelling at my husband about something really mundane, something in the kitchen. And I went into another room and closed the door. And I said, okay, something's happening because I don't usually just scream for no reason over something stupid. And I realized how much I missed my friends. And uh, that weekend, I said, we're going to our friend's house. Even if we have to sit in the car and talk to them from, they'll be on their front yard, we'll be in the car. They ended up putting a blanket out on the lawn and we sat six feet apart and we had a great time. But what I, what my point for your listeners is, sometimes we don't know that we're burning out until something explodes. And when that happens, it can feel out of character. Whoa, wait a minute. What? I don't behave that way. Yeah. In the small business owner lifestyle, is there a contributing behavior that we practice that leads us towards burnout that you want to discuss? Uh, it can be, yes. Well, taking myself as a small business owner for an example and many other entrepreneurs I've known, we get entrepreneurs are a certain kind of person. They take, they work very seriously and they work really hard because they love what they do. And sometimes when you're that passionate and you catch yourself working long hours and suddenly you're like, well, maybe I ought to take a break because entrepreneurs tend to eat, sleep, and think about their business 24-7. Suddenly, as I often tell my son, you need a day off. And when you don't get a day off or two days off on the weekend, you do, beget, you do begin to feel the angst of your business pile up. Even a very successful entrepreneur gets stressed about work because they might be a perfectionist. They might have a big project coming and they, they want to do a really great job and they start to get a little bit uptight or nervous about it. And so um, they tend to begin to, like I sh shared before, the example of me and my husband, they tend to start to overreact or they tend, some other signals are uh, sleep problems, food, digestion, overeating, undereating problems, and the typical one is angry outbursts. Being uh, restful and taking days off seems so unproductive, though. I hate doing it. Why do I hate doing it so much? Because you think you're not getting anything done. But I'll tell you the story. I love to tell the story. If you remember the remake of True Grit with Haley Steinfeld and Jeff Bridges, they're, uh, you know, they're trying to find the murderers of her parents. And they're, they're finally, they finally have a hot lead. It's about two thirds through the way through the movie and they're driving across the desert and they don't give the poor horse a break and it's hot and you can feel the heat because the way they picture the scene and they're all intense about getting to where they're going, but the horse begins to froth <laughs> the mouth. They don't even give the horse a drink 
of water, <laughs> the poor horse collapses. Because when you rest, just like getting a good night's sleep, you're actually more productive the next day. So there is scientific evidence. I don't remember the exact stat, but the more you work past eight hours, the less productive you are. That is something I wish I could just tattoo on my forehead. <laughs> if you're just joining us, we're talking with Janice Litvin, who's a burnout speaker and also written the book, Banish Burnout Toolkit. So we're talking about why burnout is so just baked into the small business lifestyle. Does this come back to an issue of boundaries and just making good choices for ourselves? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, in regard, in relation to overwork, an another part of it is setting boundaries with ourselves when it comes to time. So we all, it's very common to have problems managing time. Nobody's perfect at it. I'm perfectly not, I'm not perfect at it. When I start working during the day, I mean, I have my to-do list and I try to attack the A items versus the B items, but then someone calls me and I get off on a tangent. I'm on this phone call. Suddenly it's five o'clock and I haven't gotten all my eight items done. And they say you shouldn't have more than three A items per day. I assume everybody knows what I mean by A versus B. And so now I'm working till seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. And I'm like, tick tock, you better stop. <laughs> Take a break and, you know, relax with your family. And so it's really important to not let other people hijack your time accidentally or on purpose. It would be easier to do this if we were managing the schedule and workload for a loved one. Like if I was managing my wife's workload, it would be easier for me to say, you know what? That's enough for her for one day. Or you know what, sweetheart? It's five o'clock. You need to take a break. I don't know. Is that a trick we can use or how can we kind of game the system in our head so we can think about this differently? Well, what my husband has done to game my system is at six o'clock, dinner's ready. <laughs> I want to eat a good hot meal. I need to stop at six o'clock. To be honest with you, sometimes I'll come back in my office for another 30 minutes, but that's a clue. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's time to stop. <laughs> another another um, trigger one can do for themselves is to set a date to go to the gym at seven o'clock. So I teach Zumba on Tuesday nights at seven. So at 6.30, I have to stop and yeah. get, get my Zumba room set up. And so I try to set a date with myself every night at no later than seven o'clock to stop and go to the gym. And that's a double dip because you have to stop working and you get to go move, which is also part of eliminating burnout, I would imagine, is making sure that you're getting the blood pumping. Yes. Yeah, so let me tell you something about that. Moving is more than moving the endorphins. When we move, we actually feel happier. And for me, I, I'm a gym person because I like people and we all are creatures of needing other human in, in, input. And if you, if you work alone, which most entrepreneurs do, and you're home alone all day in your, with your Zoom meetings and your home office, going to the gym gives you a social connection that you might not have that day. If this is making sense to someone and they're nodding ferociously, like, okay, I know I need help. I'm burned out. You wrote the book, Banish Burnout Toolkit. Tell us about it. Who is it for and how do people use it? Well, the book, Banish Burnout Toolkit, which you can see right there and is on my website, on the book page on my website, which I assume you'll put in the show notes, um, is for anybody and everybody. It was written with the corporate workplace in mind, but at the bare bones of it, we're all human beings. 
So whether you're a manager or an individual contributor or a CEO, everybody's burning out. And it was already starting before the pandemic. The pandemic just made it come more to light and exacerbated all of our stress and burnout, especially for people who had children at home and they needed to, quote unquote, become homeschooling families suddenly with uh, a lot of confusion by a lot of poor teachers. But um, so the book is written as a workbook with tools and there's place to fill out your answers. And my ebook version on my website has what's called a fillable PDF so they can work on it on any kind of device and take do the prompts in the book. So there are six key tools in the book to help people understand their own negative thought patterns. And I use the word negative loosely. I'll give you an example. Sometimes you're in the long line of the grocery store. It's the end of the workday. You're tired. You're hungry. It's raining outside. You've got to figure out your dinner, take care of your children. And now there's a long line at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So your mind starts going in on the negativity. Why are there so many people with young children <laughs> and the mothers or fathers are letting the children count out the change in nickels? Come on, 5, 10, 15, 20. And you want to tear your hair out. You have to stop and catch yourself because those negative thoughts don't hurt anybody but you. And the more we can maintain a positive mindset, the happier we'll be. If this conversation is making sense to you, the Banish Burnout Toolkit might be for you. Janice Litvin, burnout speaker from Janice Litvin Speaks, an important conversation. Thank you for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. How about a small business celebration? They're always so much fun. We're going to hear someone that launched a new coaching podcast that cuts through the BS of 99% of coaching podcasts. Trust me, I've listened to them. This one is different. Laura Holloman joins us to celebrate next. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. Time to do the best part of the whole show, a small business celebration, because we get a chance to hear somebody win. And when we hear somebody win, we're reminded we can win too. Laura Hulliman is the creator of the Endotype Formula. She is here to celebrate. Laura, great to have you back on The Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm doing great, Pat. Thanks for having me here. And you get to celebrate. So things must yeah. be going well. So what are we celebrating? Oh, for sure. So um, this year, 
you know, for a long time, I've had this idea of a podcast roaming around in the back of my brain and how to incorporate that into my business. And this year we launched um, our Raving Coaches podcast. We are now about 16 episodes in and having a blast. The Raving Coaches podcast. Congratulations on getting it out there. And the way that you talked about it made it sound like it's something you've had in the back of your mind for a while. You said we mm -hmm. finally launched it. How long were you deliberating before you put it out in the world? Well, I've had this idea of a podcast just for coaches for about two years. And what I needed to do, the reason that I delayed on it for two years is because I needed to figure out how, I didn't want to launch a podcast just to have a podcast, mm -hmm. right? That nobody wanted to listen to, or that didn't have any purpose inside of what I was doing at that time. And so, um, so I've been thinking about it. I've been trying to figure it out as to how do I formulate this to make it valuable for coaches? Because I love the coaching industry. I've been in the coaching industry for over a decade now. How do I bring the value? How do I make it something that works inside of what I am doing? And was it was finally time. It was finally time. I had the right foundation for being able to be helpful and supportive to coaches. I had the space in my calendar to be able to create that regularity um, of the podcast. And I knew how I wanted to format and, and who I wanted to have on as guests. Having the ability to produce one is infinitely galactically different than creating a podcast that anybody wants to listen to. And especially <laughs> trying to find a podcast for coaches, you mentioned purpose. How does this podcast present itself differently so coaches want to tune in and get something out of it? As coaches, we get really excited about our tools, right? It's kind of like uh, that there was an old show, right? Tim, the Toolman Taylor. Oh, 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 I, I have NLP. Oh, I have endotype formula. Oh, oh, oh. Get really excited about our tools. And tools are great. But if we aren't getting clients, we're no longer in business. And not only not in business, but if we don't get clients, we aren't helping the people that we feel called and purposed and missioned to be able to help. So that's what I was observing in the industry is there was a lot of very, very skilled coaches out there who had great tools, who wanted to talk about their tools. And there's a lot of podcasts that do that. But what I wanted to talk about was the business of coaching. And I wanted to find out what was working from the coaches in the industry who are doing it already, who are already making a living wage. They're they're paying their bills. They're mm -hmm. paying their bills because when we can pay our bills, right, we can stay in business. Um, and when we're paying our bills, we know that we have the clients coming in that we're here to help. So that purpose and mission, that impact that we want to have is taken care of. And the income that we need to continue to do this work is taken care of. So the Raven Coaches podcast, we talk about the business of coaching. How do you expand your network? How are What's the craziest marketing idea that you've had that's worked? Um, how do you cultivate and get people to say yes mm -hmm. to your coaching? And so we really dive in and, and we get to explore a little bit of each coach's endotype and each coach coach's work as well. But there's so much great, rich business content. 
If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Laura Hulliman, the creator of the Endotype Formula, about her new podcast, Raving Coaches Podcast. Having a coach on a podcast can be tough because coaches like to sound really smart. How do you get them to be vulnerable and tell the truth about the things that actually work and don't work when you're interviewing them? Um, first of all, we're I'm inter- I'm curating my guests really effectively, right? There's an application process to be on the podcast. Uh, we're asking some questions about the length of time in business. Uh, we're asking some questions about how much money they're making to be able to be sure that I can put in front of the listeners people who you who I want them to learn from. All right. In the time that we have left, let's talk about someone that's thinking about starting their own podcast, because this is really smart. The Endotype formula helps coaches and other folks find out more about themselves. Coaches are a really good audience for you. So you've got a podcast for coaches. If someone's thinking about doing content marketing through a podcast, where do you think they should begin and is it worth it? Well, first of all, I think you have to begin with the end in mind, right? So I needed to make sure that I had my business best friend Kickstarter program where I work with coaches, my branding program where I help coaches to be able to attract their ideal clients, Um, uh, some of my other offerings already in place, ready to go. Then the next thing you have to do is figure out where, how you are going to use the podcast as a lead generator. So for myself, not only is the podcast a lead generator because coaches listen to it, but it's also a lead generator because there's a ton of coaches out there right now who are, (laughs) who are desperate because they're not making money yet Mm -hmm. to be on a podcast. So when I put out an ask for guests on my podcast, not only do I get those that in this, in this first season of the show, I want to put on who are making the money. But I'm able to come into contact with and collect into my circle all kinds of coaches who aren't quite qualified to be on the podcast, but they sure could use my help. Mm -hmm. And so both of those become lead generation for me into the business that I I have. So I think really being very deliberate, uh, you know, it's not about writing a book to have a book, being creating a podcast to have a podcast. How does it benefit? Because if it doesn't benefit, it's one of those distractions that we as small business owners so <laughs> love to get embroiled in. Um, but we need to keep our focus on keeping the main thing the main thing. A podcast can be good fun and good business. And congratulations on the launch of the Raving Coaches podcast to Laura Holloman, creator of the Endotype Formula. Best of luck with it. Thanks for coming on to celebrate on the Pat Miller Show. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on today, Pat. So glad to talk to your listeners. Love doing those small business celebrations. And I want to hear from you. Have you had any wins lately? Come on, we're waiting for you to come on the show. Visit patmillershow.com to apply. That's patmillershow.com. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit.
Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.